This is uh, Sunday evening, February 16th. We're all out here now at home. And uh, we're just going to do a little recording here. The, just got through playing your side of the kids on your record there. Uh, Frank and Joe, they hadn't heard of Darlene. So uh, Arlene is going to do a little, or Eileen rather, is going to do a little recording right now. Oh, hi, everybody. Uh, I can't think of what to say. My mind's a real blank, you know. It usually is. Um, we were just talking about drinking so much coffee, and I was just thinking I'll probably go to sleep in algebra tomorrow. And, you know, that isn't so good. <laughs> we were out to Joanne's this afternoon before we came over here, and little Cindy, she, being pretty good now, she's, uh, hasn't had a fever today yet. So she's been getting better. They aren't taking her out anymore, so they think that's doing her a lot of good. She always has a fever the day after they take her out, so <laughs> they decided she's going to be a home buddy now. Um, let's see. Oh, I was uh, told Joanne I was going to tell everybody how cute Cindy was, and she told me not to, but. She's a, a little blue-eyed blonde. At least we think she's going to be a blonde. <laughs> she doesn't have much hair yet, but she's growing. She's five months old now. And uh, we think she's a real little <laughs> little peach. Uh, oh, I was going to tell you, I'm a real bookworm still. If I get a book, I can't hardly put it down until it's done. So I can't dare go to the library or the report card tells, you know. Uh, oh, I started to take lessons in playing the piano about a year ago, and then I had to quit. I just don't have enough time. And I try to play, and that's about all the way I get. Um, as you probably know, I'm in high school now, and it's a real it's real different from uh, grade school. There's so much more freedom, and you can walk around every hour, and your legs don't get stiff. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I got uh, three Bs and a C, so I still don't get on the honor roll. I'm going to try and get just four Bs this time, and then I'll be able to be on the honor roll. Uh, that's all I can think of now. <laughs> there you go. Hello, everybody. We're out to Allen's tonight. It sure was good to hear all your voices and to hear the children and to say their prayers. And oh, As Eileen told you, we came from Olaf and Joanne's. They wasn't able to come tonight. Uh, as, uh, they thought they better stay with Cindy yet. Uh, Olga doesn't like to stay with her when she isn't feeling well. I have a, a letter I wrote to you, but I haven't got it mailed yet. I got some valentines for the children. I know they'll be late, but I hope they can enjoy them anyway. And I'm sure looking forward to you getting home for Christmas and dreading the move that's ahead of us. Let's see. Uh, Frank and Elmer, they've been out to the farm. They've been painting and hanging cupboards and one thing another. I think it's 
going to be real nice when they get all through. They've had an awful lot of cleaning out there to do. And, well, I can't think of much else to say, only hello to everybody. And it was sh the baby's picture, the last one sure looks different than the first one you sent us. I, they sure do change at that age. Well, I guess I'll say goodbye and let Dad say a few words. Hello, everybody. This, he's getting this adjusted here, so we'll start. Well, I've been going out the farm most of the time since the uh, first November. Picking corn, then shelled a bit up here. We spent about nine days out there picking corn. Around 14,000 bushel. And they shelled up here for about 30 days. Around the Olaf's neighborhood. Since then, I've been going out there a couple times a week. A lot of rearranging to do. There'd be plenty to do after I get out there without any farming. We get no stock yet, but then a lot of time for that. What the grass grows, they'll eat next year if they don't have enough this year. Well, that scooter's out there at the farm. I got a lot of storage in the barn. I've been hauling stuff out with a pickup every time I went. We're going to have an extra house there to store a bunch of stuff in, too. Got a lot of cribbing to do yet. They're cribbing up some more corn. Buying a little speculate on out there. And I've been using the pickup all the time, going back and forth. The Packard's had a long rest. Kind of needs the valves ground some rings, I guess. To it's got 100,000 on now, so it's about time. Well, we'll see you out there, I suppose, next Christmas about. There's not going to be too much to do in the winter out there. I may work a little on the railroad too this spring. Well, I suppose better get Eileen on here. She's sitting back here. If we get her moved away from the library, well, she'll get a little more work done. Be have to go to town anyway at the library. And so. She can't go every few minutes. I'll turn it over to Eileen now. Well, uh, we just heard Arliss drive in, and I was just going to say, I haven't seen her for it seems like months. It really actually has been months. You know, every time I'm out here, she's gone. You know, these... <laughs> and when she comes into town, I'm always somewhere else, so we haven't got together since before Christmas, I don't think. Oh, um, Daddy was telling you about his old farm, and I have a real low opinion of it. Clear out in the sticks. It's about 14 miles from Mitchell or something like that, and so uh, I won't be able to go to school in Mitchell. I think I'll go in Mount Vernon or something like that. Uh, 
<laughs> Arliss just came in. She says, just me. Uh, oh, I haven't... Uh, let's see. <laughs> Can't think of anything to say. This is Ronnie. Last summer, Dick Hansen and I went down to the barn there at Tina's and got your scooter out, cranked it over a couple of times and it started right off. And uh, about the first thing I did was run into the lilac bush down there by your barn. <laughs> Dick got on it then and took off. He almost ran over the barn. Seems like everybody's having car trouble. Palmer and I <clears throat> overhauled mine, or put new valves in it and ground them during uh, Thanksgiving vacation. Now it seems like the voltage regulator is going out. Pretty lazy this evening. Yesterday I helped load 30,000 pounds of buttermilk and then got up and ran the milk route today. Was getting down pretty close to uh, 27 below. One farmer said he had 32 below. Kind of hard to believe that. <laughs> Ellen just came in. She said it's 10 below right now. That's supposed to be the low for tonight. It'll probably get lower than that, though, it looks like. Lori's really excited about all the Valentines she's been getting. She's calling them Tines. And she has to look through them all the time. Carries them around all over the house. Another big interest of hers is the catalog. We have to look through that all the time looking for the babies. She keeps turning the pages and after she gets out of the out of the babies then she, we have to find them again for her. I think Marge got a few words to say here now. Well, we're all out to Mother's tonight, as you've probably gathered, and it's nice to get together, but we feel bad that Joanne and Ollie didn't get to come over, but you know how it is when the kids get sick. Lori's sleeping now, so we probably won't be able to hear any more from her, but I was just thinking about her, or Howie and Barb tonight, how they used to sit out on the, on the wash bench out by the fence, and Arliss used to cheerlead, and they used to yell, yay! Remember that, Howie and Barb? We sure do. And Lori, she cheerleads a little bit now, too. She goes, wah, wah, wah. And then she yells, yippee. And uh, I think uh, Jody and Lori and even probably Jeffrey and Lori will have a lot of fun when they get home because there isn't too much difference in your ages. Uh, Lori's kind of appeal sometimes. She likes to climb up in the back of Mommy's Davenport and Mommy's chair and count two, three, two, three, and then jump. And she hasn't gotten hurt yet, though sometimes she's falling down on her head and and she'll come over for me to kiss it and then she'll go on and play some more and she's grandpa and grandma's girl now and and uh, she's grandma joe and grandpa frank's girl too now only she's got to share a little bit with cindy out there and uh, we haven't seen cindy for quite a while we saw her when she was a little tiny baby and she sure was cute then and uh, we hear she's really growing and uh, me and my and <laughs> turned it off Okay, this is me. I haven't talked yet tonight. Well, shut up. And I just got home, as Eileen told you. And Marge and I, she's holding the little Lily here. And we're supposed to both tell about my rich boyfriend. 
<laughs> but yesterday, no, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was. No, Friday, Valentine's Day, Dennis came down unexpectedly. And I was laying on the Davenport sleeping, and he came, and he brought me a Valentine's present. It was a camera and a flash attachment with eight bulbs and two films and two batteries. And so everybody's teasing me about my rich boyfriend now. When Arliss was telling us about the camera, she says, and you know what, Dennis gave me a flash bulb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's what love will do with you. Well, <laughs> shut up. Oh, it'd be kind of nice to have somebody rich in the family, you know. Yeah, but uh, he isn't rich. Well, you know, his folks are, and that kind of helps out. Um, Ronnie and I, we find it kind of rough sometimes, and I know that you kids might have it kind of rough there, too, and you come back to the States. Well, we'll just live off Dennis and Arliss. <laughs> well, I don't know what I'm supposed to say, because I haven't been here all night to listen to what's going on. And... <laughs> oh, is it still going? Oh, Margie says I'm supposed to tell you that I fixed my hair different. Well, I'm going to try to let it grow again. And so yesterday I fixed it and curled it kind of all over, but I didn't fix it last night, so it's awful straight tonight. But the fad in school now is to have short hair and get a real tight permanent. Well, I'll tell you about Lori's long underwear. Howie and Barb, do you have to wear long underwear? Maybe just Jody and Jeffrey do. Hmm. Well, Lori's has their long legs on them and they got buttons all the way down the front and there's just one button in the back and I suppose you know what that's for <laughs> and uh, they're just they're supposed to be boys but Lori is wearing them anyhow and they keep her nice and warm give it a friend okay now see I was handed this to me just like it was hot <laughs> she couldn't get it out of her hands fast enough <laughs> they're all out here all have a little bit to say uh, about that scooter. I never did write to the man in Kansas about that title because Zeal kind of blowed up anyway here. They have a hard time getting the South Dakota title without uh, some original title, more than the bill of sale. And that wasn't notarized. That was the main trouble with that. Well, I'm getting ready to set off to go to the farm again tomorrow. We got the bottle gas furnaces going out there. Two upstairs and a double one downstairs and I got to put in another one yet. That'll heat it all but it's all running now automatically. See we got a big thousand gallon tank out there and got two tractors running on the bottle gas so it's going to be all bottle gas out there. Uh, Give this to Mother right now. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Well, here I am again. They handed it to me. I don't know what to say. I think of you folks an awful lot each day. It sure has been pretty cold. We've got about quite a bit of snow now. Makes it look more like winter. Uh, Palmer, he's running the the machine here, so we all. <laughs> and uh, I want to thank you for all for the lovely Christmas. Uh, Frank talked to the 
fellow at the post office and they had us take our clock to Sioux Falls and they're either going to fix it or give us a new one. They had about 20 of them down there to replace, I guess. Uh, we have Joanne's dog still at our place. They've got uh, about a half a dozen dogs out there already, so I don't know if uh, we're going to take her to the farm or not. We haven't decided that. They have three three puppies out there, and the old dog, and then they have another dog, so they're well supplied with dogs. <laughs> they want to give us one when we get on the farm. But I said I'd raised so many pups already. I didn't know if I wanted another one or not. But if I can keep it outside, why well, it won't be quite so bad. The old dog that was there, why well, he's making a home with the neighbors uh, now. So and they want to keep him. He's pretty old by this time. We was in and seen Mother Palmer. She lives in Mount Vernon now. She seems to be pretty good. Clarence and Luella, they've been very nice to us and about everything. We asked them a few things about the house, and they said we were the ones that was going to live there, so for us to fix it the way we wanted to. Well, I can't think of any more to say just now, and it's getting kind of late, so I think we'd better be going towards home pretty soon. So I'll say goodbye again. Hello, Marilyn and Wayne and kitties. We are all out to the folks tonight. We've been here all day, Margie and I, but Joe and Frank and and uh, Eileen come out tonight and we are celebrating your dad's birthday. We had a big birthday cake and and uh, a lot of other things too to eat. So we're all here and we've been talking about you folks and listening to the record and uh, we sure have enjoyed it. And you know, uh, the, the ha home is all modern now, so we we can stay right inside. Mother, she, mother, she washes clothes in the basement, and she has hot and cold water and everything handy here now. So uh, you uh, folks better hurry and come back now for to celebrate next Christmas with us. I hope. Well, uh, I guess I'll let uh, somebody else talk now. So. Goodbye. Hello. We have to get something straight before we send this across. Arliss doesn't just go with Dennis for his money. There are other reasons, too. <laughs> he drives a nice car. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> no, he is real nice. He uh, seems to be a lot of fun, and he, when he comes down, he mixes real good. And uh, <laughs> Well, I know I don't go with him for his money, and he hasn't got much of that either. But... He bought me a nice present. I thought that was real nice. And should I talk about the tournament? Yeah. Hello, Barb. Do you remember when you mixed shoe polishes and put them in Grandma's shoe? Grandma cried. Yeah, was that the time Grandma cried? And do you remember when you took zinc oxide and squeezed it all over her bedspread? <laughs> and Barb, do you remember when you sat in the stairway and got, got into Nana's bag and you had cold cream and powder and rouge all over your face and you sat there just as quiet as a mouse yeah um ronnie got up this morning as he mentioned about 4:30, and uh 
Our car took off right away, surprisingly enough, and Laurie, she came bouncing into bed with me, and she laid and ate Rice Krispie cookies for a while, and and uh, she just tickled pink when she gets to come to bed with us. And uh, Ronnie got up here about 5.30 tonight. That makes a pretty long day, especially when it's as cold and the cream cans are as heavy as they are. And uh, But I think this will be his last Sunday, at least we hope it is. We might be running a little short, but he just ha doesn't have any time at all for himself or to himself. And uh, I want to thank you, Mel, for all the clothes you sent over for uh, Lori. I'm sure she'll be able to get a lot of use out of them next summer. And we don't know too much about Jody and Jeffrey, but we're just as anxious as we can to see them. I remember when Jody was standing up alongside the crib in the kitchen out here, and that's about the only pictures we have of her right now is, is standing there and how she was just learning to hold herself up. And we'd all just love to hold little Jeffrey and baby him just like we had. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> just like Howie and Bobby. And I don't know. It's been so long since we've seen y'all. It seems quite a while, but it won't be long now till we see you. It'll be just now, just December, and that isn't too long. And hi, everyone. I'm back now. They, they think I should say something. Um, Marge and Nan and Lori were here for dinner. We had chicken noodle soup and uh, <laughs> too, too loud and I don't know what we did this afternoon just loafed around Ronnie came about 5 or 5.30 we had supper then Frank and Joe and Eileen came about um, oh, what was it 8 around 8 o'clock then we had Daddy's birthday cake. Dad's birthday's on Tuesday, but um, we couldn't all be together then, so we decided to celebrate tonight. So we had birthday cake and coffee, and now we've just been sitting around the living room talking and laughing and enjoying the evening. Hope you'll enjoy this recording. Well, we've kind of been around the room now. I suppose I better say a word or two, too. Uh, don't know what I'm going to say, though. We've got a lot of tape to wear out here before we get this thing full. I know that for sure. Somebody's going to have to do some talking besides himself. Uh, Marge and Ronnie, I guess, are going to stay here. Uh, I don't know where they're going to sleep yet. We've got the beds covered down with clothes and stuff. I haven't got straightened out around upstairs. And they probably have to sleep on the floor. I don't know. They can sit in the chair and sleep if they want to. I don't care. Uh, yeah, Margie says that she tells you that mother served coffee three times tonight. Probably <laughs> 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 won't have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Margie's going to talk to you now. <laughs> oh, you get me going now. I guess I'm kind of over my stage fright. <laughs> Well, Mother's Coffee is real good, and I know that the majority of us will be standing in line waiting to get into the nice warm bathroom. <laughs> well, Mother says somebody might be there to be listening, but it's, I think it goes the same way in every country, whether it's France or the United States. And we're all real anxious for you to get home. And uh, 
I think we're all looking forward to summer to come just because it won't be long till winter will be here and we can look forward to Christmas to seeing all of you and we know that's really going to be summer reunion when we have you home and we hope it'll be an awful long time before we have to wait as long as it has been now to see you because we miss you all very much Wayne and Marilyn and the kitties and and we think about you all the time Oh, well, um, I was just sitting here thinking about it'll be a real good time for all the kids to get together and play. When you come home, there'll be Howie and Barb and Jody and Jeff and Lori and Cindy. That's, That's one more year you never know. Margie's sitting here making wise remarks. Uh, oh, um... <coughs> Shut it off. <laughs> I have a calendar at home that uh, after that letter when you said it was only 10 months and some days that, until you were going to start for home, I sat down and I wrote on a calendar 306 days, 305 days, 304 days, and I got it marked all the way up until the day you come, or until the day you start for home. It'll probably be wrong as you change your plans or something like that, but I can think it's only 304 days anyway. Um, it was wonderful to hear all the kids and as they were saying their prayers and as you ate your supper and that. It seems just like sitting there with you. Uh, uh, well, Lori just woke up. She started crying. She probably had a bad dream or something. Uh, I, it's been a long time since I've seen Lori, too. Every time we meet, we have to get reacquainted again. We took, Mother took care of her for about a week in the fall, and we got to, be, got to be real good friends then, and then didn't see her for a long time, and then they came down one night, and we got reacquainted, and then then today we had to get reacquainted all over again. Oh, Marge said to ask Wayne if he can picture the dog as a cow dog. It sounds sort of impossible. Marilyn, I'm supposed to tell you that Ronnie's waiting. He's awful anxious for the great big kisses he used to get from you. He says you're supposed well, to... I'm waiting for Wayne's hugs, too. Oh, I'm supposed to tell you, Wayne, that Margie's waiting for his hugs, too. <laughs> and Margie told me I'm supposed to tell you just a little saying that we heard today. I see this as a blind man as he walked into the nudist colony. <laughs> just a minute. <laughs> Turn it off. You'll have to excuse us because it's getting pretty late and we're getting awful silly. But just a minute, Margie has something to say. Oh, I really don't, but I'll just talk anyhow. Uh, Arliss is really growing up, and you'll find out that she's changed a lot since the time you got home. She takes baths now, and she washes her, <laughs> she washes her hair. And I think when you left, she was still in the blue jean stage, and that was all she wore—the same blue jeans, you know, all week long. And sometimes she changed her blouse on Saturday, and. We get a dress on Sunday and remember how Mother has to check up on her and find out that she hadn't washed her hair for two weeks and taken a bath just as long. Uh, well, don't worry, I'm not that bad now. Well, I think she washes her hair every other day now. Um, I think she's taller than you are now, Marilyn. And, uh, but if you dye it and uh, 
do as I do. If you can finagle it around, you'll be able to wear her clothes. There are times of the year when I can just wear sweaters, and then if I die enough, I can get into her skirts if I just hold my breath. Daddy thinks I'm just rattling, so I think he's going to shut me off. No, <laughs> keep going. No, I don't know what to say about but Marge is supposed to finish. Well, her feet are just a little bit bigger than mine are. Now I find one <laughs> pair, her last pair of heels, I was just terribly disappointed because they were real pretty and they're just too big for me. But uh, I think I'm getting kind of cheated out of my clothes now, but Ronnie says not to feel too sorry for myself. Uh, Nana got me a real nice Montgomery Ward sewing machine, which I hope to put into use now next week. I've gotten my painting and stuff out of the way. and. Uh, I wanted to get that out of the way before I started sewing. Uh, Marilyn, you say that you wear these, I think you call them coladas or something. Well, they haven't caught on over here or else they have probably caught on and gone, gone again. Um, we use just the re re reverse. Our uh, slacks are tight fitting, you know, tapered slacks, which I think they were when you left here. And um, they, uh, the. <laughs> Daddy says crazy pants and mother says skinny pants. Well, I guess they're called both. They uh, make them in real loud plaids, which, you know, go real nice on some people's bottoms and, and uh, stripes. And uh, though I have seen these coladas advertised in a household magazine toward the back, and they look like they might be just a little bit more comfortable, though they haven't really caught on too much over here. Mm -hmm. um, has that new chemise look taken on or caught on over there? They say that it came from Paris. I don't know. Um, that's what I've been trying to get ready for now. I lay on the floor and <laughs> bounce on my hips so I can try to get down so I can look halfway decent in one. <laughs> <laughs> Margie shoved this in my hand again. I don't know what I'm supposed to say, but last week we had tournaments and six of us girls stayed down to Vonnie Bortnam's aunt's and she lives in Sioux Falls and we just had a ball we stayed there for three days and skipped school on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and at night for en entertainment after the games we went out cemetery hunting <laughs> we went to different cemeteries and there was supposed to be a tombstone that glows in the dark and we went to three of them and the, finally the last one we went to was the right one but we didn't stay there long enough and just a minute. Marge and Ronnie had to walk over the cord that <laughs> that was holding the microphone, so I had to let it down. Lori just woke up and she come in and <laughs> she's coughing, she's so sleepy. And about our cemetery hunting, well, we got to the right cemetery, but it was getting late, so we had to go home, so we didn't get to see it, but sometime maybe we'll get to see it. It's kind of strange to go looking at cemeteries, but that's what we did. And when the tournament we place six so that's pretty good for Rutland the last tournament we had we were we got third in and so Rutland's getting pretty good and dad told me last night to say about the slave auction and so our junior class is raising money for our junior senior banquet and prom this in the spring so one night at PTA we had a slave auction and George Hansen from Nunda auctioneered for us auctioned for us I don't know anyway he then we were let out one by one and I mean we're all let out but then we were sold by one by one and they Larry Johnson was the first one and he was sold for seven dollars and the you worked for the person who bought you and you had to work out your work out your amount that they paid for you and dad bought me for 
475 and he was bidding against Dorothy Stevenson up here and she got kind of mad and she wouldn't speak for a while but now she's okay again. She wanted me to babysit and she thought that they folks didn't want her to babysit for want me to babysit for them but she says that she'll ask me next time she needs me. Um, oh, oh we made about 90, 95 something like that dollars and Margie told me that to tell you that Palmer Dragsleth is going with what's your name? Milda. You know Milda Mabel's sister? Milda Reinertsen, is that it? And <laughs> they're just about engaged, I guess. Well, that kind of means that if somebody that, that old's going to somebody like that, that she comes home weekends and sees them and they go to church together. And there was a beauty contest last about November and they were going together then. And, and do you know Helen Blagan? Anyway, she's engaged to Stanley Marquet, too. <laughs> I don't know if there's any more gossip that I know that you can hear, so just a minute and Dad will turn it off. Yep. Well, he's got this here tape I guess he wants to use up. The other day over to Mitchell, I saw your friend Rodney Prather, and he he told me to bring the address over. He was going to write to you, and he kind of thinks it would be nice to hear from you, too. I showed him the letter he wrote about the car, the mileage you had on it, and the tires, and he thought that was pretty good. He ain't selling quite so many now, but he's kind of figured on selling you another one, I think. She sell that and over there. Well, that's about all. Eileen's going to have it here. I got to tell you something. We made Madison High history about a couple weeks ago. Madison's basketball team beat Sioux Falls. That's the only game we've beaten in the conference this year, though. Well, we're satisfied, though. If we can just, we just beat Sioux Falls, we don't care if we win any other games at all. Of course, we'd like to, but our luck is a little bit bad, or a little bit worse than bad. Uh, on Friday night, we had a non-conference game with Flandreau, so we beat them. And then on Saturday night, we had a conference game with Brookings, and so we lost. <laughs> I forgot to tell you goodbye. Uh, this is... <laughs> Margie sits there laughing. Um, I think she has some more gossip or something to tell you about some of the neighbors or something. But this is goodbye for now, and hope to see you in 304 days or something like that. <laughs> Here's Margie. Hello, Marilyn, Wayne, and kids. Well, Lori woke up, and she's pretty much wide awake, so she's going to say something now. Can you say what the cow says? What's a cow say? She just sits here looking. Lori, what does a cow say? Does a, cape, does a cow say bow, wow, wow? No. What does a cow say? What's your name? What's your name? Hey, you pill, come on. She sits with a grin on her face. It's 1230. Can you say it's 1230? <laughs> In the morning. Say something. Say, hello. Can you say hi? Hi, Lori. What's your name? What's your name? Lori. Oh, she won't talk. She won't say a thing. She just sits here looking. Do you want to go night-night? Oh. She's trying to listen at, like a telephone. Say hello. Can you say hello, Nana? Uh-huh. Can you say Cheerios? Can you say Cheerios? Um, Cheerios. Can, can you, you say, say Susie? Can you 
Can you say Susie? Can you say Nana? Huh? Say Arlie. I. There. <laughs> Whose girl are you? Are you Arlie's girl? I. Oh. Are you Grandpa's girl? I. And Grandma's girl? I. Oh. And Mommy's girl? I. Does Mommy have nice hair? I. No. Nice. Can you sing Happy Happy to Grandpa? No. Yeah. No. Let's sing Happy Happy to Mommy's nice hair, isn't it? Can you say Susie? Can you say Susie? No. No. <laughs> um, who's that right there? Papa. Oh, who's that over there? Mama. Who's that? Daddy. No, that's Mommy. Where's Daddy? There's, who's that right there? Who's that? That Nana? Hey. Have you, why did you get new the other day? Did Mommy buy you some Long Johns? <gasps> Can you say hi to Howie and Barb? Huh? Huh? Say, say hi, hi, Howie. Say hi. Say hi, Howie. Shut it off. Marilyn, I don't think I've written to you since Christmas, but I wanted to, but I just haven't had time. But for Christmas, thanks an awful lot for what you gave me. I couldn't have used anything more. That material is just beautiful, and I just love it. Thanks an awful lot. And thanks, Meryl, for the real nice clock. We sure appreciate it. Someday I hope we can have a nice house to put it in. These cottages out to the lake are too shaky. They won't keep very good time. And they say unless you have a good, strong house, they won't run quite right. And uh, But it sure is pretty, and we get lots of compliments for it from people who come in. And uh, thanks for the apron. Uh, that's something I sure could use. Well, I guess we're going to sign off for tonight now. This will be all. We'll try to finish up in the morning and then uh, see if we can't get it in the mail sometime uh, Monday or Tuesday. I uh, haven't got too much left on the tape here, but we'll try it anyhow. Tell them bye. Say bye, Lori. Tell them bye. No, Say tell them bye. bye. Say bye. Bye. There. <laughs> well, this is Tuesday afternoon. We uh, haven't done any recording since last uh, Sunday night. Well, now when Frank's is out here, Frank Palmer, and uh, thought maybe I'd do a little night now. And we just finished dinner last night. We sat around here and watched TV, and was kind of tired. We was up late Sunday night, you know, and. Uh, Went to Sioux Falls yesterday, a few cattle. Come back again. Bought myself a couple spools, small spools here for this recorder so that I'll we'll make shorter tapes and send them. Won't be quite as hard to fill in as these here are. You know, when you sit down here and try to visit for an hour, that gets to be long when ain't nobody talking to you. And, uh, I don't know what to talk about. The weather's pretty nice. It's cold this morning. Arla, she went to Vermilion today. She seems as though she's going to have to be on a go somewhere all the time. The day they got a music clinic down there, I guess. I don't know. I think you was down to two, Marilyn. When you went to school, I know Margie was down. And uh, I left this morning about six. Going to be gone. All day in this evening, I, I guess they got some kind of reception or something, party or something tonight down there. 
weather still hanging off pretty cold kind of turned nice today not too bad it's supposed to be another cold wave coming though I don't know well this is quite loud enough now I turned down a little too low I believe you couldn't hardly hear it and uh, maybe I'll run into town a little early this evening you won't go in for the drawing today we'll just go in early this evening try to get this mailed then and uh, maybe we'll catch Hank over there he's supposed on his way now he left I suppose this morning supposed to anyhow from Minneapolis we haven't heard other than what they said they were going Say, uh, Wayne, how about hunting over there and fishing? Do they do any hunting or fishing? Is there any fishing to be done over there, or is it not uh, just dry land, all of it? And what about hunting? What have they got to hunt? Uh, any wild game of any kind? Quail, or... I don't imagine they have any pheasants. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think they wouldn't. What about ducks and geese? Do they come through there any in the fall of the year? Are they winter there? Or it's not, there are no such thing there. I have never heard. What about this farm? Is it a small farm? Do they use a thrash machine to thrash the grain with? Or do they want to thrash it? Or how do they handle that? A lot of that stuff there that I awful green about don't know. I suppose man could read it, but I'm a poor reader anyhow. I can look better than I can read. Mother just starting to wrap up a package for you here. Uh, I don't know, some goods. Maybe she'll tell you about them a little bit. As to what she has got, I don't know, some dry goods or dress material and stuff like that she bought from Shinsu Falls. I think we'll just send it regular mail, though. Cost quite a little. And it's, well, I suppose it's summer stuff, so that you won't need it right away. Well, I'll wait a little now and think of some more bologna here after a bit. Hi, it's Mother back again. Uh, I've just been wrapping a package to send, uh, the package of the material. I don't know if you like the patterns I got, but I hope you can make use of them. I stuck in a few pieces I had around here. And a little something for the kids, some balloons and some other little things that I stuck in for them. Because I know Howie and Barb always like to have fine things. And I suppose Jody does too. And little Jeff, I suppose he's a little too small to, to eat candy, hard candy anyway. Um, how do I shut this off when I can't think of anything, Palm? Palmer. How, how do I shut this thing off? Uh, Dad goes and leaves me, and I just can't think of things to say. Uh, uh, Arliss went to Vermilion today to a, to a band clinic. Uh, two carloads of kids left. I had to get up at 5 this morning to, to get her off. They had to be in Rutland at uh, 6 o'clock, so it was kind of early and cold. And then it sort of breaks up the day. You just don't feel like going back to bed again, and you don't feel like doing any work, so there you are. 
Uh, on Sunday night, Marge and Ronnie and Lori and Nana stayed overnight. Ronnie didn't have class until 10 the next morning, so it uh, it gave them a little more time here. Then being it was so terribly cold Sunday night, it's hard to get out. Frank and Joe stayed uh, until about um, oh, 12, 30, 1 o'clock Sunday evening. They haven't been out for a long time because Frank has been going out to Mount Vernon quite a bit. and. Uh, of course, Joe doesn't drive, so she doesn't get out very much. Uh, Joanne's baby hasn't been feeling very well. Uh, I thought they said it was some sort of respiratory infection. She's had it for three weeks at least, running a temperature nearly every day. So they don't like to take her out. I don't know when we'll get to record Joanne and Oli's voices. So. We'll have to do that sometime now. It'll come down to the left there. Yeah, and then just Yeah, now it's on. Oh, I washed clothes yesterday, and so this morning I got the ironing out of the way. Uh, I guess I'll have to put away some eggs and wash the dishes, and Dad wants to go in a little early into town this afternoon. We'll take the eggs in, then I'll stay in for my typing class. There are about 20 of us, or there were 20 of us that registered for the typing class. There are about 14 left. Some of them went over to bookkeeping. But I, I think all but three of us are beginners. Now we've had um, eight, eight lessons, and uh, we know all the keys, all the symbols. Last time we started letter writing. Because you know, you don't always hit the right ones, but we keep practicing. At least I can sit down and and copy. I don't know if I dare tackle writing a letter yet with all the mistakes. I think it'll be all backspacing. <laughs> but I think it's it's something something to do. Being I have Arlie's uh, typewriter here, I can just well make use of it. You and Marge had your typewriters here, and I don't think I ever touched either one of them. And I always wanted to learn to type. So I don't, I don't think that $10 is too much for the tuition. We have, uh, we meet twice a week on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7.30 to 9.30. Tuition was $10. So uh, I, I think it'll be worth that. Of course, my trips into town take some too, but then I don't go very much anymore. I I don't belong to club. The only thing I belong to is uh, PTA and to ladies' aid, and I don't very often get to ladies' aid either. I'm sort of taking it easy, I guess. I want to thank you so much for the beautiful clock you sent us. We have it running and it keeps good time. We've surely, we surely enjoy it. Uh, it. It's so different from anything I'd seen, although I did see one at Hank's. I'm, uh, Leanne had sent one for their anniversary, but I never dreamed I'd ever get one. So it's just beautiful. Uh, Frank and Joe, uh, 
uh, took theirs down to Sioux Falls and they'll either get a new one or they'll repair that one. That was damaged in shipping some way. Uh, they couldn't get it to run so Dad was going to try to fix it one night and he discovered that that one little part in there was bent and it had been uh, rubbing up against the front glass so that it was quite scratched. But they'll get something done about that. And about your uh, uh, last, well, no, I got a letter from you yesterday, but the letter before you were asking about beet pickles. Well, I'll sure plant beets in the spring if, if that's what you want. I still have some left from, well, I didn't plant beets last year. I had some canned. I got quite a few from Grandma Larson. So I didn't uh, can too much last year. But I'll sure fix some and have them ready for you when you come home. Well, I'll try to have ready when you come home. I don't suppose we'll send uh, Christmas gifts and we'll have our Christmas when you come unless you find out otherwise. I think about you folks so often. Uh, just how everyone is, how how you look when you get back, if you'll be the same, and oh, I, I'm so lonesome for you at times. Of course, we always think of you, have you on our minds, and I hope that you can be stationed closer than than Georgia. It'll be just wonderful to be a get together again. Uh, I was upstairs and put a little trimming on the closet up there that I hadn't pinned it up and measured up the size for the rug we're going to put in. The new rug, I think we'll run it clear through from the south room, clear through to the uh, end of the north room and lay the whole works out. I think it'll look not nicer if we do that. Uh, I don't know whether the mother told you or not, we're getting a pink and gray. Uh, charcoal gray with a little pink stripe in it. I think it'll look pretty nice. And uh, once I've got the packages wrapped now we're gonna take them along in and mail them. I'll finish up this tape here. If I can't think of another to say I'll just run it off and you'll, when you're out you're out. That's all. Next time I won't try to make this long one. This is this is too much of a job for a greenhorn. It's alright for a guy that has had the experience and can think a lot, think fast. This thing don't talk back to you, you know, it just keeps right on going around and around. Well, how's Howie today? Howie and Barb and Jody, are you all well? Howie going to school every day, I suppose. And if suppose it won't be long till you bring home another report card again. You'll have to write and talk in the tape recorder and tell Grandpa how you're coming. Well, yeah. And Barb will have to talk a little too. Say, bomb again. And uh, Marilyn, why don't you uh, write a letter? 
and uh, that we can put in the in the Madison paper. I know there'd be a lot of them that enjoy hearing from me that way. A lot of them that ask about you right along, just wondering how you are and and uh, what you're doing and all stuff like that, you know. As long as you've got a full-time maid now, you know, you you shouldn't be hardly busy at all. Oh, yeah. uh, how about that? <laughs> if you're busy, just tape down and tell me that you're real good and busy. But it's sure nice you can have a maid anyhow to help you out a little. I know the four kids keep you busy. I was just trying to kid you a little bit, you know, so always do. And, uh, if you can't find a tape recorder you can r record to as well, send the tape back empty again and, you know, I'm a poor letter writer myself. I can talk better than I can write. If I couldn't talk any better than I can write, I ne you never would hear from me. But then, I guess it's, that's the way it's supposed to be. And this tape don't seem so it ever wears out. Just keeps right on hanging on, hanging on. I think I got as much left now as I had when I started. And mother, she says she's all pooped out. She can't talk anymore. And uh, we'll probably have to turn the radio on yet to give you some music in order to fill this thing out. I've got to go out and grind some feed and my cattle. Yet this afternoon I went to town, got a load this morning. I'm buying all my corn, saving my own. I think my own is dry enough so it'll keep for summer feed. Uh, most of us are wet around here that it, it won't uh, be able to keep it. And I think corn will be a little high next summer. Right now it's fairly cheap. We can buy it. Kind of worth the money. Here comes Mother. She's going to say something right now. Happy birthday, Daddy. <laughs> if that is all she's got to say, well, she could just well quit. Yeah, I had, I had a nice birthday cake Sunday night. And and uh, we had a good time here, just visiting around. Kind of get a laugh out of playing this thing and then turn around and run it over again and listen to it. Uh, Arla, she gave me a, a nice tie, one of them little style, you know, them with the glow in them, silver threads in them. Uh, it really looks pretty nice. I yeah, I don't know what else I was going to tell you about now. Huh? Yeah, I was over to school the other day and helped move the stuff down. I guess I told you about that the other night. I think I did anyhow. I don't know. Anyhow, they got settled in their new, new home. Not home ec, but uh, lunchroom. Had lunch there yesterday. Arla said it was pretty nice. And uh, I think about tomorrow they'll move the home ec room down. Maybe they've moved it in today. I don't know. The painters, they said they wouldn't get through until uh, probably Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, so they didn't know. Oh, Mother wanted me to ask you how much that uh, woolen material was. She says it's really beautiful. Uh, that is in in American money. I don't know about these francs and that stuff or whatever you got. I don't. Uh, that don't mean anything to us. We we on the American dollar we are. 
And, uh, I don't know. Still got a hundred feet on this thing to go yet. <laughs> there. Starting these uh, Lenten services in Nunda again this year, same as they have had every year. And uh, the choir is supposed to sing up there Thursday night. They have one one service a week. Except, uh, I don't know, I believe the last week in Lent they have one of them uh, missionaries or whatever they are. Evangelist comes in and then they have service every night. If it ain't too cold, we'll try to go up some night. Uh, maybe go up Thursday night too, I don't know. Depends on what Mother's going to do with her. Uh, typing. I'll probably have to let Arliss go up there and then we'll go to Madison to the typing class. I'll have to see. That's... That's, uh, she's down here wanting me to tell you about it. She can come and talk herself. <laughs> uh, I'll shut it off and let her come tell you about what she wants to tell you. Oh, Dad mentioned typing, and I just thought about that if we're there 15 times, 15 of the 20, we get a, a certificate. I don't know what, what kind of a certificate or, or what. We don't have to take any tests. There's no homework. Um... Oh, we do have these uh, speed tests in class. I don't know if you call them speed or what, for me anyway. But uh, we will be given a certificate if we're there 15 of the 20 times. Well, this is Wednesday. We didn't get this done last night. We got a little late doing chores, and we went town a little early. So there wasn't any more done on this thing then. And uh, after we'd been in town a little while, Mother found out that uh, Franks and Joe had been in an accident out north on 81. So of course we hustled around to find out what it was all about and how bad they were hurt. Well, they were in the hospital, and and uh, bad enough as far as that goes, but nothing any worse than they'll get along, all right. I guess uh, Frank has got a crushed knee, and and uh, I, I believe another fracture down lower on the leg too. So, in the same same foot though, or same leg. And uh, I guess a cut on his eye or a bad bump on his eye. It is turning black last night, according to the report. I I didn't see him. I didn't go into the hospital. He was in back and forth in surgery, and him and Joe Boat. So uh, I didn't go in. Mother, she went in and seen uh, Joe a little. And uh, Joe said she was conscious all the time. So... She didn't uh, feel too bad other than uh, she's got a broken leg, broken ankle, rather. And uh, then cuts and bruises about the face and the forehead. Uh, Mother wants to talk to you just a little here. Well, when I went in to, well, I went up to get Joanne and Eileen to go down to Gladys's for supper. I didn't intend to go in the room, then Joanne motioned for me to come in, so I walked in halfway and... Joe saw me and she says, hello, Ellen. 
So she wanted me to come over, and when I, I told her we'd heard about it, that we'd gone down down to their place, and then we'd gone in down there. When I told her that, she says, did you see all my dirty dishes? So she, uh, she was herself all the time. And that's, of course, when she told me that she had been conscious all the time. I suppose being in surgery earlier in the day and then um, then back to, ec to the x-ray room and then going into surgery again after Frank got out, I imagine she had some sedative of some kind. She didn't uh, seem bad, though. She was all right yet last night again. She, was, of course, had sedative and actually would have. Uh, but uh, back to Frank again, he had a uh, uh, bad back, I guess. He had us, it has hurt some. He, he was complaining about his back. He was, he was quite a little misery. He was worse than what Joe was. Uh, we heard today on the radio that he was, they rested good last night and was in, in good condition. So I don't believe there's any internal injuries. I'm going to uh, call uh, Gladys Swenson now when I go to town and I've got to go to town and get a load of corn and and uh, see then and if there's anything different that we what we know right now, well, we'll send a letter again right away so you'll keep you posted. But I don't think there will be. Uh, Joe and or Frank rather, he'll be in the hospital there a long time, I'm sure, with that crushed uh, knee of his because they had to put pins in it. To, you know, to patch it up and put it together again. So it looks kind of bad for his farming operation for this year anyhow. I'm sure he'll been there long enough so that he won't be able to do any farming. Probably have somebody help put in the crop, I don't know. They had called uh, Clarence last night, and uh, uh, that was kind of late, though, and he said he'd come this morning. So I don't know what they have done or anything at all. Uh, Joe had uh, three bad cuts in her forehead, and they were all sewn up. But now uh, I don't know about Frank if he had any bad bad cuts other than bumps. I imagine they're all bruised up. They said Joe's eyes were turning dark too. Uh, they had the dog along with them when they were in the accident. The dog took off, and they're trying to find that. So. That they gave a report over the uh, radio. Anyone that would f could find that or would find that would return it to Leffler or to to Joanne and Oli. I don't know the pickup. That's in very bad shape. Uh, it's uh, they say it's completely demolished. I haven't seen it. Elmer Swenson and uh, Leffler was out there and took some pictures of it last night off in the accident and uh, and the tire tracks. And Elmer says it is, it is just completely demolished. Oh, the, guy. the guy that run into uh, was Clarence uh, Matson and uh, from Ramona, and him and uh, that bartender over there had been uh, to Rutland in the forenoon, and I don't know how they were going home right after dinner. That's when the when the accident happened about one o'clock. So uh, I don't know whether they'd been stopped over the bar over there too long or they hadn't been there or what, I don't know, but it uh, 
It doesn't look very good. They didn't stop at the highway anyhow. I just caught them right in the intersection. And Frank uh, had swung over to the left of the road to try to avoid it, but they uh, did get, it caught them out there anyhow, the front of the car, the way I understand, or the front of the pickup, rather. Otherwise, I don't know much more now to tell you on it. And this is, uh, tape is running short here, and we'll try to get another one and get that sent out to you as uh, soon as we can, or, or write you one of the two. And uh, we hope that everything will get along fine. And we'll, uh, we'll send you another tape, and you send one back again. Just make a short one and send it over. Being we've got our own recorder now, uh, we can uh, send it over.